Hey, Dream Achievers. Welcome to the Clarity Conversations podcast. It's your host, Cassandra Rosa, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in for the episode today. This is a personal development podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I post episodes every Thursday morning. I'm really excited to have the first special guest of 2022. Her name is Sarah Ray, and we are going to be talking about how to increase spiritual awareness. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm really excited to be speaking with Sarah Ray today. We actually just recorded a podcast on her um, beautiful podcast, and we're going to leave a link down below or in the show notes, rather, um, so you have access to that recording. We had a blast, and I'm so excited to do part two over here on my podcast. So thank you so much for coming on today, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Cassandra. I'm really excited to be here chatting with you about spiritual awareness. <laughs> yes, an interesting topic. When I went on your website, there was just so much goodness there. And then for some reason, I just honed in on that topic. And I was like, I'm excited to see how this is going to unfold. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to kick it off by letting you know a little bit about Sarah Ray. So she's an author, a podcaster, a healer who's on a mission to help all modern mystics incorporate their unique brand of spirituality into their lives. She does tarot readings, teaches meditation, and performs crystal healing and Reiki sessions. I love that. You can find all of her books and blog posts, videos, products, classes, and sessions, and more on her website, which is spirituallyinspired.co. We're going to leave all the links to all the goodness in the show notes so that you can connect with her to learn more. Yay! I can't wait to connect with more people. That's why I'm here, not just here on the podcast, but here on this planet at this time, this important time. Yes, I love your shining, you're glowing. Oh, thank you. Get into it. <laughs> so let's kick this off with a little bit about your journey of how you found clarity of this is your mission here on earth and you doing everything that you're doing. Yeah, you know, I think um I think it's kind of always been there. You know, it's always been like a little voice that's telling me that I'm here to help other people. Um, teaching has always been easy for me. And I've always, I'm a Libra, so I'm always in balance. And I always try to strive strive for th- having things be in balance. So I tend to see things from all angles. And I've realized early on that people really appreciate that. So I started kind of bringing light into that sort of area of, people's thinkings. And eventually that led me down to um, where I am today, kind of twists and turns. I started seeing things and hearing voices. And I've, I don't think I've mentioned this, but I'm also a medium in training. So I, I connect yeah. with spirit a lot and uh, ghosts are really cool to me. And I talk to spirit a lot. So uh, I think that is what ultimately pushed me over the edge. Um, in college, I discovered a crystal store that I lived next to. And I like, it was drawn to there. I couldn't not be there. I would go home with so many crystals that I still have. And I think that's just kind of what opened the door. And I just kept, the more I learned, the more I felt the need to share. And writing has always been something I've been really interested in. That's what I went to college for. That's always something I knew was going to be in my life in some way. So then I was like, why not write about all the things I've been learning? That's kind of how I kept 
I found clarity where it was always there. And then I found what interests me the most. And then I just went with it. And I mentioned on our podcast episode that we just recorded, but all the things that made the biggest difference in my life and that ended up being the most amazing doors that opened up were things I resisted the most. Um, And uh, Reiki healing was kind of part of that as well. And becoming an official certified crystal healer, I wasn't sure if I should invest in those sorts of things. And I really resisted it a lot. And I was like, I'm fine doing what I'm doing. But then when I finally did that, it was like, the floodgates opened wide and it was like, why did I wait so long to do this? So once I realized that trait about myself, that whatever I'm resisting is what I should be going towards, that was the most important aspect of gaining clarity, I think, was, was recognizing that aspect of myself. Oh, I love that. And there's so many nuggets I want to unpack. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite things that you just said was that the clarity was always there because I feel like in society and even a lot of personal development and spiritual books, there's like this seeking, um, of going on the outside to find things. And what I always like to recommend to my clients, and I love that you just mentioned, is how it was always there. It's like it's inside of us. Maybe people like that visual or it's in our field. It's nearby. Like you don't have to go and seek the outside. So I absolutely love that you shared that. Um, And the crystal thing, I understand 100%. Like I don't know why today I felt like wearing angelite, having it in my hand. I love crystals. I was my salt lamp here. Yes, (laughs) I love it. I love it. Crystals are just so amazing. They are. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about this mediumship stuff that you're talking about? This oh yes. I'd love to (laughs) talk about that more. Absolutely. Mediumship is is. I mean, okay. Let me backtrack a little bit and preface this with. I love the energy work that I do. I feel like Reiki is very profound for people. Crystals are a great way for people to get started working with energy and they have so much to offer us. But in my heart, I feel as though there is no greater work than mediumship and consulting with the bereaved, especially the newly bereaved, even though that's kind of a touchy area as far as like the medium goes and helping souls on the other side and spirits on the other side move into the light, um, what we might call as heaven or kind of raise their own vibrations so they can evolve and move on and heal. I just there's just nothing more fulfilling for me than that. And also I think it's very cool like seeing things like orbs and I hear voices a lot. I'm very clear audience. That's my main uh-huh. um, psychic skill is clear audience. I don't, I tend not to see things, but I can like see them. I know they're there so I can like formulate what they're supposed to look like, but that's not my strongest suit. I definitely hear voices the most. So yeah. yeah and, and it's something that we can all do. I like to compare it to um, athleticism where everyone has the ability to be a runner, right? It's just, are you a naturally built to run maybe more so than somebody else, but somebody else is still able to run. So everyone has the skill to some extent, just like with the ability to learn energy healing or to gain clarity and change your mindset. It's just something that is so natural to us. I love it. And you know, what's really awesome. We talked about it on the podcast that we just recorded too, about how like I was getting a lot of um, clairvoyant, like seeing, you know, energies and stuff. And it's interesting how you said it's like a skill because I feel like everyone has like a dominant Claire. Maybe we can yes. kind of talk a little bit about the Claire's, but uh, yes. yeah, like we have, everybody has a dominant Claire and I know like we might have FOMO of fear missing out of like wanting to have the other one. I know that that's a big thing. Um, even with my clients, 
you know, like, oh, well, it's cool that they are getting these visual experiences. I wish I had that too. And I think that it was great how you mentioned it's like sports, like having a skill, one's going to come natural and the others will come eventually too, but you just got to practice it and get in that state. So absolutely. Yeah. I see that with people as well. Like for some reason, um, clairvoyance is put on a pedestal and that's clear mm -hmm. seeing. So that's seeing visuals. And I know, I know that that is something that you're talented in. Um, but that, not to discount anybody who is clairvoyant, but for someone who isn't naturally clairvoyant, that tends to be the least reliable form of communication. Most people are claircognizant and clairaudient and clairsentient. I would, I probably would switch clairaudient to clairsentient around. Yes. So it goes clear, yes. which is claircognizant, which is clear knowing where you just kind of know, you don't know why you know or how you know, you just do. So that is what most people have naturally. And a lot of people just quickly dismiss it. So they don't even realize that they, that they have that, right? And then clairsentience was when you are feeling the emotions. We have so many empaths in the world. And I can imagine most people listening to the show are empaths where yeah. you're feeling other people's emotions as if they're your own. And then clairaudient, which is where you hear voices. Um, there are other ones too, where there's like clear tasting and clear smelling. I can't remember what they're yeah. called, but yeah. they, they are out there. Um, so the olfactory system is really powerful when it comes to intuitive movements, which is why aromatherapy is so popular and and maybe you know your your grandma is around because you smell her perfume or things mm -hmm. like that so that's a that's a powerful Claire as well yeah and there's another you know side to it that I learned is like there's external and internal so like for example I'll see energy but I'll also like so that will be like outer clairvoyance but then I'll also get like mental pictures which is mm -hmm. like internal clairvoyance same with like um, you know, clear audience, you might feel like you're hearing a sound from the outside versus your inner voice kind of telling you the knowledge. So it's so cool. There's so many different ways to approach it. And that's what I love about talking with other spiritual people is because they'll learn their interpretation on their journey and it could be different from others. And we can kind of just all compare notes, you know, in our, in our study <laughs> session almost in a way. I love that. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people think that in order to develop the clairs, you need to speak to passed away loved ones, but you don't. I mean, being a psychic and being a medium are two different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can certainly be a psychic medium, but you can also just be a psychic. So mm -hmm. everyone's psychic. Everyone has the potential to be a medium. So you can work on developing your clairs and developing your intuition with the, they go hand in hand. And still get all your guidance and all your visualizations and all that stuff. And you don't have to deal with spirits if you don't want to. Right. I think spirits are cool. They all come from love. There's yes, there's negative air quotes spirits yes. out there, but they're not going to bother you unless you're allowing it. So right. yeah. Right. And I love how this perfectly segued into today's topic. We've already yes. been talking about it, but like what does spiritual awareness mean to you? Yes, spiritual awareness to me is reflection and humility, I feel like is really important. And also seeing yourself in other people, right? Because we're all one, we're all from source energy. Every form of life is just the universe, source, God, whatever word you want to refer to it as. Um, expressing itself in a different way. So when we rec start to recognize this, we start to see ourselves in others, whether good, bad, the ugly, and then compassion begins to arise. Because if we're rude to somebody else, then that ultimately means we're being rude to ourselves. And it's not selfish to think that way. It's just 
the way that it is. Just It's just a fact of the universe. So um, yes, I feel as though spiritual awareness ultimately comes down to compassion and seeing yourself and other people because we are all part of the same source energy. And when we win, we all win. And when everyone else is winning, we win as well. That's also an abundance mindset thing, which I'm sure you work on a lot with your clients because it's something that a lot of people need right now. Mm-hmm. So understanding that there is no such thing as competition. Therefore, there's room for compassion and room for everyone is the ultimate form of spiritual awareness. I love it. It's like that unity consciousness, right? How, yes. you know, and mirroring how you have certain people in your life that are ultimately just mirroring back to you. And sometimes people don't want to sit in their stuff and look at it, but the more that you procrastinate on it, the more it's going to be mirrored back to you. So self-awareness yep. is so key. So why do you think it's important for spiritual entrepreneurs to develop that skill of spiritual awareness? Because we are all different and kind of alluding, going back to this a little bit again, we're all expressions of the same source energy, but we're all still unique. And we all have a specific goal. I use that term loosely, mostly because I don't have another word, but we all have a goal that our souls came here to achieve in this lifetime. And if we don't have our spiritual awareness, especially for being guided to, you know, pursue it as a career and in a business of some kind, um, we are doing ourselves and the world a disservice by not sharing our message with the world, by not doing what we're here to do. Because if you're if you're a spiritual entrepreneur or a soulpreneur, whatever you want to call yourself, I like soulpreneur because they just think it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but if but if you are a spiritual entrepreneur and you feel called to have, like have these offerings, to work one-on-one with people, to do Reiki, to you have courses, to write books, do whatever it is that you do best, and you're not doing it you're not going to be fulfilled. You're going to feel very angsty. You're going to have this kind of, um, the surface tension that can't break. So it's very important because you have a message that needs to be out there. Like you're not meant to keep it inside because that's why you're here. You wouldn't be here if you didn't have anything to share. You'd be guiding other people on the other side who are, you would agree to do that, but you came here for a specific purpose and you need to do that. So tough love. Love it. All in alignment with purpose, which is such a powerful topic in itself. Yes. So what are some tangibles? Like we both talked about how we love the tangible tools. Like what are three tangible tools and tips that you can give the listeners to help them increase spiritual awareness in their life and in their business? Yes. So the first semi-tangible tool that I have is yoga. Like, do you cannot, and that kind of alludes to meditation, yoga slash meditation, because they're essentially the same thing. You cannot tell me, I will not listen to you. If you tell me that meditation is not for you, I'd be like, let me sit you down. Let me teach you how to meditate. Meditation is for everyone. There are probably other forms of meditation that are better for you, but yoga and yoga is a lifestyle, right? Yoga is a philosophy. Yoga isn't just pretty movements, although that it is pretty movements too. So I would say the first tangible tool that everyone needs to be doing is yoga and meditation. Um, If you're not ready for those sorts of things, you're first off, probably not listening to this podcast. And second off, you'll find another way to meditate if you're not ready for yoga. But there, that is a non-negotiable. You cannot raise your spiritual awareness. You cannot be a modern mystic in the world without 
having some sort of meditative practice. And meditation is on, is just being in the moment and being nowhere else. So yeah. whatever that means. Um, some people sit in formal meditation. I personally struggle really hard with, with formal sitting meditation. So I don't typically do that. I usually do yin yoga where you just hold a pose for a certain amount of time and then you move and that's that works for me. And it took me a long time to figure that out. Or even just, you know, just eating your food really mindfully. Something where you're fully there and nowhere else. That needs to happen on a daily basis, non-negotiable, do it. It's for you. (laughs) End of story. (laughs) (laughs) So another tangible thing we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier are crystals. That's a great way to, a great segue into raising your spiritual awareness and raising your vibration as well, which they're kind of synonyms. They're a little different, but essentially the same thing is happening. Uh, So specifically, I would recommend fluorite or rainbow fluorite is really great for mental clarity. Uh, You have angelite on today. So I'll say angelite is another crystal that's great (laughs) for mental clarity. Any color that, any colored crystal that's a light color that, um, so we're thinking like light blue, like what you have, angelite is light blue. Um, Anything that is like, when you hold it up to the light is translucent, that is excellent for mental clarity. Um, clear quartz, obviously just a fantastic stone. If you can't get anything else, just get clear quartz. Uh, what else? I would say rose quartz is good because uh, rhodonite helps you work through um, mental blocks and like uh, emotional blocks, even though that's not a clear stone that does help you get through kind of the, the gunk a little bit. So you can kind of get back to your inner voice. So working with crystals is a really easy way to to raise your spiritual awareness. And you can do that while meditating as well. You can sit with your stone. You can just be near it. Um, A lot of women like to put crystals in their pockets, but I've broken way too many stones that way. So I personally (laughs) don't, I I meant bra. I said pocket, but I meant bra. Um, Putting it in your bra, don't do that. (laughs) You'll break it. So just keep it in your pocket. Uh, Wear it as jewelry. Um, Keep it near you. It's so easy. Like I don't think it could be any easier to work with crystals. People are intimidated by them a lot because they don't know anything. And I often get questions like, well, what do I do with the stone? Like nothing. You just allow it into your energy field and it will change everything. So another thing that I know you love and I know you've talked about before is journaling. So um, whether that be mornings pages style journaling where you write first thing in the morning and nothing else and that's like the first thing you do or you just do it as you feel called or you just write bullet points or whatever, getting your thoughts onto paper is so important for everybody, for, for anybody, you'll, you'll realize that, you know, the Jeff Bezos of the world and like the really high up entrepreneurs, they all have a form of journaling that they need to do or a form of mental clarity practice. And journaling is, is really excellent for doing that because it kind of helps you again, work through that first layer of gunk and it helps you discern what is your ego talking and what is your intuition talking, which is really important because we need to balance both of these things out. We can't completely ignore intuition. We can't completely ignore our ego. They have to work in tandem. But a lot of people's egos tend to go rampant and run out of control. But when you journal, you're, it's kind of like the opportunity for your ego to just kind of run itself crazy <laughs> and get it all out. And then once it's all out, it's like, ah, I said everything. And then it's like, okay, soul, my turn to talk. So, so we got yoga slash meditation. Working with crystals and specifically fluoride is what I'm recognizing today, recommending today, (laughs) and journaling for raising your spiritual awareness. I love them. They're so tangible tools and big takeaways that you can do now. 
go and get some fluorite. And now another one that really helped me in the beginning of my journey, which was actually my first crystal, was amethyst. Yes, it's absolutely. Wonderful. You know, they're all kind of in that quartz family. So yes, exactly. that's just a little personal point um, I want to make based on crystals for me, but love these. So do you want to talk a little bit about your offerings, your book, all your podcast, all the things so yes. they know what you have going on and how to connect with you? I feel like I got everything going on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll start with just my podcast in general. It's called Spiritually Inspired. That's probably the meat of my free content, I guess. And um, every podcast episode also comes out as a YouTube video or a blog post. So no matter how you like to consume, I got it available for you. So Spiritually Inspired on any of your podcast apps on YouTube, spirituallyinspired.co will kind of get you into my world. Um, I have three books out currently. Um, I got one on manifesting abundance and transforming your money mindset. That's the newest one. Then I have one all about meditation and mindfulness. And a lot of what I touched on in the beginning, it's kind of got that tone of you can't tell me meditation isn't for you because it is. So if that jives with you, I think go like that book. And then another one is a crystal healing crash course. So if you want to learn more about crystal healing and working with chakras and crystals, got that. Those are all anywhere you can buy books. You'll find those there as well. And I also am currently offering online tarot readings. So if you go to spirituallyinspired.co slash online tarot reading to learn more about that. And by the time this episode comes out in the new year, I will offer also be offering distance Reiki sessions. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have a link for that right now because I'm figuring out the technical side of everything, but that will be available as well. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. I'm sure yes. I'll have it by the time this comes out. Yes. So, so good. What about socials? What's the best way for them? Oh yeah. Uh, Instagram. Um, I stream live every Sunday on to YouTube and Facebook. So I am on Facebook or I guess meta, whatever. <laughs> we all know what we're talking about, right? But yeah. um, so there's, if you want to find me on there, I am on there. Uh, but the best way to find me is on Instagram, uh, which is spirit underscore inspo because spiritually inspired is way too long to have as a handle. So spirit underscore inspo. And I like to post fun things. Their daily astrology is on there. Um, occasionally cute cats are on there. If you like kitties and I try to do fun reels too, but I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of bad at them. <laughs> But we'll get there eventually. They're so Oh, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I had a blast. Love to have you come back sometime and have a Yes. Anytime. Anytime. Schedule's wide open. Thank you for being on mine as well. It was a beautiful story that you told about how you came to be where you are spiritually and with your business. It's fantastic. I love it. Thank you so much. Connect with her. All the links will be in the show notes and we'll see you in the next episode, everyone. That's all for the episode today. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review on podcasting platforms. If you're not already following me on Instagram, follow me. It's Cassandra Rosa A. Let's connect there and see you on the next episode. It's coming out on Thursday. See you then. Bye.